I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. This is Utah Weekly Forum, a public affairs show dedicated to learning more about the issues affecting our lives and health and exploring the resources available in our diverse communities to help. Here's your host, Rebecca Cressman. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. This is going to be, uh, to me, one of the most one of the most important conversations we're having because we're talking about services and organizations that not only save lives but also bring our community together. And so, joining us today is Jorge Arce Larreta. Mister Arce Larreta is the founder and CEO and president of Alliance Community Services. And uh, Mister Arce Larreta. It is a pleasure to have you here today. Well, thank you for having me, Rebecca. We also have with us today Gabriela Portugal. She is the Cancer Program Director, has also other responsibilities with, uh, did you say, with the consulate, Gabriela? Yes, thank you, Rebecca. Yes, in the Mexican Consulate. Right, and so we're we're going to talk about health. We're going to talk about the importance of knowing where your resources are, and uh, and in a special event that is coming up very quickly, that is going to celebrate the empowerment of our Hispanic community and turn the focus again on breast cancer. So first, I wanted to start with Mr. Arce Larreta. Now, you founded the Alliance Community Services. Let's talk about what it does. Okay, well, the Alliance Community Services was founded about 20 years ago, and it began with, um, thanks to my wife, who at the time was uh, the clinical director of the Utah Cancer Control Program for the state of Utah. She's um, a PhD um, nurse practitioner, and she came home and told me, you know, I just had a talk with someone, an Hispanic woman, who had just recently been diagnosed with cancer, and uh, she wanted. She, she told me she's going to kill herself because she doesn't have anybody. Mm. She doesn't have any family here, and the doctor had prescribed expensive medicines for her. Anyhow, she was all alone and in need of help. And she said to me, "We need to do something about it." And that started the the idea of the organization, and we began alliance with uh, a cancer program. Uh, at the time, well, Gabby can tell more about it, but at the time only 30% of Hispanic women were getting mammograms. And after two years, we developed a program and implemented the program, and uh, it went up to over 60%. So it was a tremendous success. When you hear a number like that, from 30 to 60%, those are real lives. It's a statistic. But those are real women, mothers, sisters, yes. wives, yeah, workers. Mm-hmm. And, and just a few weeks ago, I got a report from the Utah Department of Health mm-hmm. indicating that Hispanic women were at 80%. Oh, that's so that's fantastic. So, you know, we... We began with that program and with the help of the Susan G. Coleman Foundation. And my wife said to me, you know, that woman not only needed um, 
resources, but also needs support, clinical uh, peers that can talk to her about it that are going through the same thing. And we created uh, the only Hispanic support group for breast cancer survivors. And I'm sure um, Gabriela can talk more about that. Las triunfadoras. Las triunfadoras. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I um, and I have shared publicly, and I'm always happy to answer questions too. Um, I had an, a particular interest in the Alliance Community Services because my I consider myself Latina. My mother was Mexican uh, American, and in so she had fewer resources throughout her life. She was also a breast cancer patient. Uh, she lost her battle to breast cancer. And about uh, 20 years ago, I got involved in advocating the importance of women of all cultures uh, taking care of their health. And at that point, I was able to visit, I think about my first visit to the Triunfadoras. Their support group was maybe 15 years ago or so, where I was able to attend just a couple of meetings and get to know uh, these women and see the support that they were providing. And so I, too, am a breast cancer survivor by four years. And my heart is with this as one of the very many things that we need to do as a community, which is to come together to be aware of the information and the resources in our community and help each other. So I wanted to turn the time for just a minute to Gabriela Portugal, who is the cancer uh, program director under Alliance uh, Community Services. And Gabriela, welcome. Tell us a bit about your role within Alliance Community Services. Okay, thank you, Rebecca. Yes, well, the the group has two components. The cancer programs in Alliance have the one that is preventative care for women. We are uh, a group of community health workers providing uh, people who qualify to the program with vouchers to do their mammograms and pap smear. This is to prevent breast cancer as well as cervical uterine cervical cancer. Uh, and what we do is to call them and help them doing the appointments because the system sometimes is complicated. The healthcare system, even if you have an insurance, is already confusing. But we have uh, the the group of uh, navigators who help them to make the appointments and to make it clear for them where and where and what time to to be for their appointments, which are free of cost or at least low cost. Um, the other component is the Cancer Survivors Group, which you already mentioned, it's Junfadoras. And this group has been there for 25, the 20, 21 years already, I'm sorry. And this is a Cancer Survivor Group for Latina women, their families and the caregivers. And when we started, it was, as for said, only eight patients, and today we have 600, around 600 members. So this is the only culturally sensitive Spanish language ongoing cancer support group in Utah. So which this is very enriching for the process of the cancer survival for any person because it's not the same when you have the opportunity to talk to your uh, healthcare providers in your own language or when you have the chance to know someone who already went through the process and will kind of accompany you during the diagnosis all the way up to the survival. Uh, some of our uh, members are, are going through the process right now from diagnosis and chemotherapies, radiotherapies, etc. 
And the support that they get from each other is something that you cannot find in a hospital because this is in their own culture, their own, you know, the Latino uh, way of embracing each other is way too strong. And this is what they find here in our group, as well as uh, resources for educational purposes, like for example, during COVID, obviously we have to, to, to change everything online. So we have a psychoeducational program for mental health, and then we have another one for cancer genomics for breast cancer survivors. So we have been working applying to grants as well as meeting every month in the um, library at Cairns. And also we do other activities for them. So mainly we have three activities. One is the Mother's Day. The other one is a picnic in August. And the third one is the Christmas dinner. We have a party for them to celebrate their lives and to get them to know each other in a different scenario that is away from the, the sad part of cancer. So we try to put the balance of enrichment in the educational area as well as in their personal uh, lives. They end up being long, uh, lifelong friendships, and I, I think that's very important to survive. It is. And, you know, um, as we are talking statistics, uh, research shows that when you have the support of friends or support of family, our overall health improves, even when you're doing something like battling cancer. So having this support group literally is something that a physician could prescribe in order to help us you know, heal, recover, battle more strongly uh, against that. And everybody's breast cancer journey can be slightly different from another's. But most of us have in common the pain, the shock, the fear, and then the feeling of being overwhelmed. There is a lot to learn. What is happening? What are they looking at on the cellular level within uh, this? What should surgically be removed? How do I decide chemotherapy? How do I decide for radiation? There are a lot of big decisions about that. So are you seeing in the support group lots of conversations, too, about treatments and understanding that, uh, getting gaining a greater understanding of, of that journey, too? Yes, that's right. We have a lot of com- uh, a lot of sharing, shared experience within the group that are always going to be useful for the next uh, member that is going through that process. Not only that, but also we kind of have them all uh, educated, and this is an important part of the triunfadoras, because the more you know about your disease, the more you know about the treatments available, and the more you know how to be empowered to make the right questions to your provider, it's going to be a whole different scenario because usually many people just do whatever they are told because they are afraid of asking questions because they don't ask for more resources, information, and we try to put them on the table for them so that they know that they exist, but at the same time that they need to be taking uh, the healthcare in their hands. Yeah, I understand that. You know, one of the things my mom had shared with me is she said, you know, culturally, we were taught not to question a doctor. We were taught to be Mm -hmm. very submissive when it came to uh, to when we'd enter, you know, a medical office as a as a woman and as a Hispanic woman. And she said and what I had to learn in the process of taking care of my health was 
I had to know it is not just okay. It's important for me to speak up, that it's important for me to ask questions when I don't understand anything. It's important for me to say, if I don't agree with something, to, to do that because I'm advocating for myself. So is that something you talked about, the incredible cultural value within the Latina or Hispanic community to take care of each other, right, and, and, and to be there for each other. But are you finding that, that there's also that conversation of how we have to pivot and, and learn to be stronger advocates for ourselves? That's right. Yes. It, you know, in this case, it's very important to get the survivors to be uh, in control of what they are asking, what they are doing, etc. But also the caregivers, uh, uh, the other part, because they feel uh, like they don't want to talk about cancer. They don't want to say anything because it's a scary. But we try to, to make them connect with what needs to be done so that they can have a little more knowledge of how to treat their, their loved ones with cancer. Mm. I want and to yeah, continue. On the, hand, yeah, on the other hand, there are some retreats, for example, for breast cancer survivors, we are partners with Image Reborn. So there's a Hispanic retreat that happens two or three times a year. And in that retreat, not only they know each other with other survivors, but they... Uh, they get education, they get a massage, some yoga. They have like a week weekend in, in a house, say in Park City or something, where they get to be pampered, but also educated and also like empowered of how to, to go through the process. Yeah, that is the Image Reborn Foundation. And even as you describe that, I was lucky enough two months ago to go on one of those weekend retreats. And again, it gave us that opportunity to be with other uh, breast cancer patients and survivors. Some of us were stage two, some were stage one, some were stage four, mm-hmm. but focus on healing and focus on, on coming to peace with our life and ourselves and, and, and just feeling better together. And it was absolutely beautiful. So yes, they have some for uh, Spanish speakers and Hispanics, which I think is beautiful. And you can find out more about the Image Reborn Foundation. Just look that up for theirs. That is a, a foundation that helps that that the name of the support group that we're talking about is the Triunfadoras Hispanic Cancer Support Group. It's within the Alliance Community Services. And I just wanted to take a couple of minutes, Jorge. This is a very long uh, um, topic to introduce. But when we say it's important for us to have organizations for underserved communities, can you talk about that, that, that the idea of what it that the importance of that? Yes. Um, one of the things that we always, I always say that regarding Alliance Community Services is that we are aware of the problems, not only with health problems, but social problems, educational problems. We also know what the solutions are. And we have provided those solutions to decision makers who do not implement those solutions. So we we at Alliance implement the solutions. The programs that we have, they're not only the solutions, but they're in, we're implementing solutions in the, in the case of uh, breast cancer, in the case when we were facing COVID, when we knew what the solutions were, um, we provide legal services for individuals who want to become citizens free 
thanks to a grant from the Eccles Foundation, we um, uh, also provide cheap and Medicaid assistance to people who they don't know that this service effort. So the solution that we provide is we have people in our offices who talk to them in their language, we, that talk to them with compassion, with respect, and provide all the answers and the help that they need to, to, to get those services. I think of Alliance Community Services as a bridge, and it's a bridge that often will connect community members to organizations and resources that are already there. Uh, right and 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 say oh, this is the way that you can access them and this is the way and and I my heart you know is tender when you say we've provided solutions up and not all of the solutions are being implemented right um, but I do know that when I've spoken to some members of the Department of Health and of multicultural services they're saying we learned from COVID that we could have and should have done better for our underserved communities and just at least knowing that that was out there, that, okay, that to me is a symbol that there is more change that will come the more that we have organizations like Alliance Community Services speaking out and being advocates. A, a very quick example of this is uh, during the COVID pandemic, um, Hispanic uh, people were not getting vaccinated. The Department of Health and other organizations saying go to this clinic, that clinic, they didn't go yeah. because they were afraid to go. Mm-hmm. So we said to them, we know the solution. Bring, them, bring your nurses, bring your doctors to our facility to vaccinate these people and we'll provide the people. Yep. And, and we did that. They'll and go to a place successful. that they trust, right? They trusted mm-hmm. us, exactly. Yeah, that was beautiful. That was perfect. We have about a few minutes together, mm-hmm. and I wanted to um, uh, talk about an event that is coming up just around the corner, and it is a celebration gala called the 20 Years of Empowering the Hispanic Community. It'll be the first gala by the Alliance Community Services And that will be occurring at Little America on September 7th. And talk to us a bit. Uh, Gabriela, are you on the committee that is uh, um, organizing the gala? Yes. And this is going to be our first gala, as you said. And we are very excited because we want to show not only the history of Alliance Community Services, which is very rich and we have been growing actually super fast during COVID, but also during those 20 years, creating the trust and the bridge, as you say, for getting the community uh, uh, resources and information. So this gala not only wants to highlight that, but also the future, because we are creating a very strong group of community health workers that are very involved with their own community, and they are very good at implementing the programs. We want to partner up with other organizations, and we want to to make things available for the for the people. This gala is going to be our first, uh, the, the, well, our first one because COVID kind of shut down everything, and we had our 20th anniversary last year. But it's okay; we're going to make our 21st, and uh, <laughs> we want to invite everybody to to come. The tickets are online in Alliance Community Services, and we are always very open to meet with people who want 
to to meet our our team to work with the Hispanic community, which is a very strong uh, minority in the Valley of Salt Lake. A very strong minority and a growing minority that with time mm-hmm. will not be a minority as it continues to grow. Jorge, you wanted to add to that. Yes. Um, for people who are interested in participating, they can call Alliance at 801-261-1111. That's 801-265-1111. Yes. All right, 801-265-1111, okay, to get tickets for the gala for September 7th. And so someone doesn't have to be a Hispanic or a Latino uh, to be able to attend this gala. In fact, the, the goal is to bring the whole community together. Would that is that right, Jorge? That is correct. That's okay. correct. Right. And so, Gabriela, tell us a bit about this event. And I'm lucky enough to be attending and, and being a part of it, and I'll be very honored uh, to be there that night. But tell us about what the gala will be celebrating. Thank you, Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are very honored to have you coming with us. And we are celebrating not only the, the 21st anniversary of Alliance, but also all the partnerships that we have created. And we are going to be portraying the results of all this work. And we want to honor also the triunfadoras. All the, the fundraising that we are having that night is going to benefit the Triunfadora Survivors Group, because we're implementing so many other programs to accompany them in the process that we want people to know, not only to 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 give if they can and they want, but also to talk to their loved ones and tell them that there is this resource in the Valley, because there are so many uh, survivors out there that do not have uh, the idea of where to start. We are going to be Welcoming everybody who wants to to join the, the survivors group. We are not only women's group, but also some men have been reaching out. And we are very happy to, to celebrate the survivorship of these ladies and men. Well, and and I'm glad you said men because there are very there are a few men who also battle breast cancer. This will be an opportunity to help donate and support the triumfadoras. And for those who speak English and don't speak Spanish, triumphers, those who have been triumphant, those who have conquered, those who, uh, you know, who are pushing through this difficulty, and and that in itself is is a beautiful triumph. You also member uh, mentioned not only the phone number of Alliance community services, but that there is a website. And indeed, that website can teach you a lot about all the different services that Alliance Community Services is a part of. I wanted to share that website as alliance-community.org. Is that correct? Alliance-community.org. Okay, so you can go there. And are tickets to the gala also available online? They are online, but... Uh, it will be very easy if they just call the the, the office. Okay. And uh, in order to get tickets for this mm-hmm. September 7th event. Now, if somebody wants to connect with the Triunfadoras and, and, and join this support a group, what is the best way for them to reach the Triunfadoras, Gabriela? Calling the office. Yes, calling the office, and we're going to get their information, and our community health worker is going to contact them. To, to get some general information about their contact, and we'll be invited to our monthly meetings, which happen to be on the second Tuesday every month at the current library. 
Wonderful. Gabriela Portugal is the Cancer Program Director of Alliance Community Services. And you can hear all about all of the programs that she has discussed in this interview today and learn more, of course, about the outreach and the support that Triunfadoras are involved in. And I appreciate you joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. Gabriela, thank you so much. Thank you, Vicky. Also very appreciative of Jorge Arce Larreta, who is the founder, the visionary of Alliance Community Services. Jorge, thank you for your continued leadership of this very important bridge and community organization. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you to you for having this program and oh, helping us. It's our pleasure. And again, call to find out more information. The phone number is 801. Oh, goodness. Let's try this again. 265 11, 11. All right. There's my memory. I'll blame it on chemo, right? Mm-hmm. 801-265-1111. Let's buy those tickets to the gala. Let's support Alliance Community Services. Let's support Las Triunfadoras. Gabriela and uh, Jorge, thank you for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. Utah Weekly Forum is produced by KSFI FM 100.3 in Salt Lake City, a Bonneville International Station. Subscribe to the Utah Weekly Forum podcast online and email us at Rebecca at FM100.com. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.